need a pep talk. I need one too, Stephanie. Let's have a pep talk. Let's have a pep talk. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Sarah. So what are we talking about today? Welcome back. So today I'm going to be talking about, this is part two of the diet slash lifestyle lifestyle episodes. Yes. Um, I'm going to be talking about the ketogenic diet, calorie restriction, and uh, Weight Watchers. Watchers. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, it is allergy season, so if I'm sniffing a lot, it's because (laughs) my nose is really runny, and I'm really sorry if if that's like a thing that you fixate on. Um, I I would not, but then my nose would start running. Right. Um, Also, we're going to change the scenery today. Yes, we are. We're in Sarah's house instead of my kitchen. In my master bedroom. (laughs) It's very nice. It's like a little nook with a couch. Yes, it's comfy. It's very comfortable and... Hopefully we have minor interruptions. (laughs) (laughs) My son is downstairs right now, keeping himself busy. So the pauses that you heard last episode, hopefully they didn't last (laughs) awkwardly long. Yeah. Um, But that's what that was. All right, so we're just going to dive right in. Um, Okay, so the ketogenic diet is kind of like paleo in the sense that the carbs is kind of eliminated. Okay. Um, But it's high fat. Okay. Adequate protein, whatever adequate means, and low carb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually main. It started to be used. It's used. <laughs> it's or it originated uh, being used to control epilepsy in children. Interesting. Um, it forces the body to burn fats instead of carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And um, what what it is is normally carbohydrates. Uh, are converted into glucose, which is then transported around the body and is important in brain function. But if there's no carbohydrates in the diet, the liver, the liver converts fat into fatty acids and ketone bodies. And the ketone bodies pass into the brain and replace the glucose. Okay. Basically is what it is. So carbohydrates, glucose, eliminate that, then you get the ketone. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the ketogenic comes from. And then it leads to an elevated level of ketone bodies, which then controls the epileptic seizures. Okay. Um, but what they kind of found was that it also could lead to a lot of um, weight loss. Um, so the classic ketogenic diet contains a 4 to 1 ratio by weight of fat combined of combined protein and carbohydrates. Okay. So combined protein and carbohydrates and then times 4 that is the amount of fats that you're eating. Um, you exclude high carbohydrate foods such as starchy fruits and vegetables, bread, pasta, grains, and sugar, and then you eat more nuts, cream, and butter. Cream and butter. Cream and butter. (laughs) Um, which, I don't know. Um. Yeah. If. Okay, so, sorry, I'm a little bit. (laughs) We have a breadth of research you do i have a lot of research (laughs) and i don't want to just straight up read it because that's boring as hell but at the same time i feel like this is not something that i have any kind of personal knowledge of so i don't want to just be talking out my ass and then (laughs) yeah and then have a bunch of people mad at me so i have this study it's a study from 2004 um from the u.s national library of medicine on the national institutes of health website and so they did this study and so they examined the short-term effects of a ketogenic diet in reducing weight in obese patients and the long-term effects 
Um, so they did a 24-week diet. Um, they had 83 patients. Uh, they also had high glucose and cholesterol levels. And then they changes they the changes in the parameters were monitored after eight, sixteen, and twenty-four weeks of treatment. So just to give you a setup of this test. Okay. So the results were the weight and body mass index of the patients decreased significantly. Um, cholesterol decreased. Um, HDL cholesterol, which is the good cholesterol, increased, okay. which is fine. And then the bad cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, significantly decreased. And then the levels of triglycerides decreased, which is good because if you have really high triglyceride levels, you're more um, at risk. <laughs> so about those triglycerides. <laughs> so triglyceride <laughs> levels uh, increase your risk of stroke. Oh, okay. It's basically is what those are. All right. So that decreased, and the level of blood glucose significantly decreased. And I think if you have high blood glucose levels... Um, you're more at risk for diabetes. Yeah, totally. So, okay, that's that sounds pretty great. Uh, it's so then the conclusion is it shows beneficial effects of long-term ketogenic diet, but long-term in this study was 24 weeks. So I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, a six months of anything is probably going to change you pretty dramatically. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but it says. Administering a ketogenic diet for a relatively longer period of time did not produce any significant side effects in the patients. So after, like, six months, you sort of plateau. Like, your uh, the positive yeah. side effects kind of level out. Right. Um, and then I did find a study, although I couldn't find much. Full disclaimer, I researched this before we recorded, so I didn't super super look for research, mm-hmm. but on that same website, I the only other study that I could find that was recent was from 2013, and this is more related to low-fat versus high-fat diet on mm-hmm. blood lipid levels, basically cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. and their results were, it doesn't, there's no un, um, unanimous decision whether or not it's oh, okay. good. Right high fat or low fat is really that good for you with the cardiovascular disease. I've heard of like, um, uh, I listened to a couple of running podcasts and they have talked about, um, how the high fat diet eliminating, Mm -hmm. not eliminating, but lowering carbs and then increasing fats and trying to teach your body how to burn fat instead of carbs, um, can be good for running. And again, like the research is kind of both ways. Like, and some people it works great, and in other people right. they don't because see you need as carbs, much of an effect. Because you need carbs for energy too. Mm-hmm. And so, I my personal opinion is, if you're going to be doing a lot of cardio, you need yeah carbs right. And you can't run a marathon without right. And, and some I think kind maybe maybe if you're way. maybe if you're used to a lot of physical exercise, your body maybe can handle this change. Right. But if you're like you know, you need to lose like over a hundred pounds and you plan on doing a lot of cardio. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like I have, I have read a lot of things online where people say that they've lost a lot of weight very Mm -hmm. quickly Mm -hmm. and it doesn't, it's not about, you don't have to calorie count. You just cut out carbs and carbs have a lot of calories in them. So I think maybe just eliminating the carbs. Right. You cut out those 200 calories for bread. Right. 
All right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've read a lot of things online where people say they lose a lot of weight. Oh, that's right. But, like, bread is, like, 200 calories, so if you stop eating bread, then you're losing those 200 calories, so at the end you have a decrease in the amount of calories that you're eating, so that makes sense. I guess it just depends on what kind of fats you're eating. Right. Because, like, an avocado is, like, 300 calories Mm -hmm. if you're not careful with it. But it Um, is that healthy fat. Right. But you can't live on avocado. No. Or or butter and cream. Butter and cream. (laughs) I have a hard time with that. What? Yeah. Um... But again, I mean, they did these studies and the levels did decrease. And so now I'm like, well, shit, maybe I should try it because this is everything that I have. I have high cholesterol. I had high triglyceride levels the last time I was at the doctor mm-hmm. a year ago. Although I'm about to get blood tests. I think I'm going to try to go this week because my annual physical is at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'd be really nice to see what yeah. 50 pounds later, yeah, healthy lifestyle later, actually taking my cholesterol medication regularly Uh um what that changed um okay but there are some side effects so if you're thinking about if you're like holy shit this Mm -hmm. study is like amazing i'm gonna try this now um fair warning these are some side effects that can happen pretty much right away um this is from the ketogenic what's this called hyphen dash dash this thing (laughs) sorry oh right yeah Ketogenic-diet-resource.com. Yeah. Uh, You're thinking underscore. No? No. Okay. It's not an know. underscore. You know it's what? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It'll be on the blog. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing it says is low-carb diet side effects are manageable if you understand why they happen and how to minimize them. Mm-hmm. Understanding your physical reactions will help you to avoid the worst of the symptoms and keep you from quitting before you get out of the chute, so to speak. Interesting. It, it's just, you know, it's just the wording, I think, that makes me go, because it's like you force your body to convert oh, okay. fats instead of carbohydrates. And then it's like, here are some problems that you're going to have. Okay. Although, I think anytime you change your diet dramatically, you're going to have some side effects. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, frequent, <laughs> frequent urination. Okay. Um, your body is burning up the extra glycogen, which is glucose, uh, in your liver and muscles, breaking down glycogen, which also you need glycogen f- in, is, is a, yeah, it's like a part it of, stores it, it, carbohydrates in your muscles. Like it's, right. It's, so if you're like, uh, if you're working out like heavily or, you know, on like a, being like CrossFit or a power lifter or something like that, I mean... It seems like maybe you wouldn't be able to lift as heavy. Like I, I just don't feel like I just feel like you wouldn't have enough energy. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't have time to go and read like testimonials of people who also work out right. and do this because just from reading this I'm like, but what about the yeah. carbohydrate levels and the glucose right. in your in your system? And have, yeah. The glucose that you need for your muscles. Right. And um, maybe maybe burning the fat like is sufficient enough. For and that. maybe I don't ev- know. maybe eventually, if you've done it for long enough, and your body's like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do now. But right. I feel like changing the basic biology of your body and forcing your body to burn fat instead of glucose. Right. Seems like you're playing with fire. Yeah. But if it works, if it works, I mean, there's then... some uh, arguments too, like for the paleo um, lifestyle is like 
uh, well, that's how your body was meant to be. Like, your body wasn't meant to be consuming all these carbohydrates, you know, because... Right, like, I get like, it, the but, like, thousands bread. of years ago. Right. And so... Like, no, yeah. we shouldn't be eating, like, mozzarella sticks Snickers. out of the oven or <laughs> Snickers. But I think eating bananas are probably okay. Yeah, right. They're high in carbohydrates yeah. Vegetables and high have in sugar, in them, but... Yeah. You know, right. it's, they're bananas. They right. they have high potassium. You need potassium. Right. Okay. So you pee a lot. Um, oh. As so. your carb intake and glycogen stores drop, your kidney, kidneys will start dumping the excess water. Interesting. Uh, in addition, as your circulating insulin levels drop, your kidneys start excre- excreting excess sodium, which will also cause frequent okay. urination. Okay. Because that sounds, that sounds great. Right. Okay. Fatig- this sounds like I'm, I'm honestly, being diabetic. I'm like- honestly trying not to shit all over this because <laughs> I really don't want to, like, judge. If, if you're on it. Is that a it, side effect? If you're on it and you- <laughs> It might it be. It probably is. <laughs> it's coming. I mean, being, being vegan keeps you regular. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, look, like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not trying to be, a, like, a jerk about this no I, I will try i will try to read this with a more objective mind okay i find it interesting i want to know all the facts so then you you can also have fatigue and dizziness because you you pee more so then you're losing more minerals the salt potassium and magnesium um having this is a direct quote having low levels of these minerals will make you very very tired lightheaded or dizzy give you muscle cramps and headaches. You may also experience skin itchiness. This just sounds like a drug side effect. <laughs> this sounds like a weight loss pill side effect. Yeah. Okay. Um, Itchy. <laughs> yes. So you can counteract mineral losses by eating more salt or sipping salty broth throughout the day and eating potassium-rich foods. Dairy foods, green leafy vegetables, and avocado are high in potassium. Okay. Those are good. Those are good. Okay. Just sip that broth, man. Just... <laughs> Have a cup of broth. <laughs> That's salty broth. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Look, we're not professionals, okay? Yeah. We don't get paid to do this. I suppose vegetable broth. Um, Probably not. Probably has carbs. As long as your carb <laughs> intake is below 60 carbs a day, I'm thinking, Ooh. I mean, grams? Yeah. Milligrams? Yeah. Grams. <laughs> 60 um, Gs. You will need to continue to eat moderate amount of salt, 5 grams a day, which is the same the standard diet provides. Um, if you take medication for high blood pressure, check your doctor. Also, if you're pregnant, you should not be doing this. There is a pretty big list of, um, at the beginning of this, on the top of the website, it says, if you have a medical condition, click here and I'll tell you if you should do this diet or not. And it's like, it lays out, like, if you have this, do not try this diet. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, my husband is diabetic and I feel like, he's like limit limiting your if he's already taking something to lower his blood sugar choosing a diet that is like lowers it even further without consulting his doctor right would be super dangerous right and i think always talking to your doctor is a good idea yeah especially if you're going to do something like this drastic yeah and not just like regular i'm eating healthy Mm -hmm. um in addition you might want to take 400 milligrams of magnesium citrate every night before bed Check with your doctor first if you have kidney or health, heart health issues. But um, it's also then, really important to eat at least two cups of raw green leafy vegetables every day. These vegetables provide potassium and vitamin K and also help with hunger, which is, yeah, you should be eating vegetables right. anyway. Okay, so okay. then you can also get hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar, because you don't have carbs, you don't have sugar. 
okay? Um, and then you can also get headaches, which is probably due to the hypoglycemia. Um, well, and I think when you change your diet, I don't know. For me, when I change my diet, I have less headaches. But, I mean, if you are restricting I was having your a lot calories... Of, I was having a lot of headaches with... Before I stopped eating chicken... And, like, bacon and, like, beef and stuff. I was... Yeah. I started having a lot more headaches, and then I cut that out, and I haven't had Yeah, headaches. I rarely have headaches that yeah. aren't resolved with, like, a cup of yeah. coffee. <laughs> um, no, 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 Um, so headaches. If it's sodium loss, try putting a quarter teaspoon of salt in a glass of water and drink it. You should feel better in about 20 minutes. Okay. So, sip that salty broth. I mean, I've heard of having, like, a cup of warm water with some, like, a pinch or three of pink Himalayan salt in the morning before breakfast. Like, Interesting. I've tried that. I mean, I didn't do it for long enough to see results of anything spectacular, but hmm. I hear it's good for you to do Um, that. It's another... One of the most common low-carb side effects, um, it's usually a function of dehydration, salt loss, and eating too much dairy or too many, too many nuts. Okay. So then also you get sugar cravings, which I feel like if you cut out sugar, you're going to have sugar I cravings mean, with everything. I get sugar cravings, um, not me. <laughs> di- diarrhea is an, is an issue, um, which, not to get TMI, but... Your body goes through changes when you when you rapidly change your diet. Yeah. And I think that's a normal side effect with a lot of things. Right. Um, shakiness or weakness, which is, I think, part of the hypoglycemia. Muscle cramps, because you have no glycogen or glucose. Um, sleep disturbances, because your serotonin levels could be really low. Um, kidney stones. And they found that a lot of the times with the, with the epileptic children... Um, for whatever reason, you get higher rates of calcium. Oh, deposits. And so it's okay. like a 5% increase in kidney stones that they were seeing in the children, which is children very interesting. Children with kidney stones? Man, right? That but that's crazy. Yeah. And then um, lower T3 thyroid hormone levels. Okay. Um, it says, although the side effect is usually presented as a negative, it is in reality just a natural consequence of being in ketosis and eating less food, which is what actually happens when you are keto-adapted and hunger is reduced. The same thing happens on calorie-restricted, high-carb diets. Interesting. Um, it's possible that the body becomes more sensitive to T3 when you are in ketosis, so it doesn't need as much T3 to get the same job done. Hmm. Although I would like to see some research on this instead of you saying it's possible that this is what's happening. Right, it's possible. Because if you're, <laughs> because because your hormone levels control everything in your body. Oh, totally. And if yeah. if that goes south, then you can end up in a coma. Yeah. No joke. No yeah. joke. I am not joking. You can end up in a coma. Yeah. So, um, heart palpitations, hair loss, hair because loss? of lowered insulin. Um. Low-carb side effects are temporary. So if you plan for them, these low-carb diet side effects can be minor obstacles, and after after you adjust to the diet, they should get better and finally subside. So there's a lot of things that are happening here. Um, I don't think a lot of them are as serious or as, like, sugar cravings. Right. Tell you. So, I was craving me some sugar 
this weekend. Right. I have questions. So if you, so if they did this for six months, what happened, I wonder what happened like after the six months and if this is meant to be like a life, it's supposed to be a lifestyle. Uh, it, or, it keeps saying the word diet, and that's right. the difference that we were talking about before, where it's like, my in my diet, I eat this, or this is a diet that I'm right. doing temporarily. Right. And that's why, and because it's such a new thing, I think that's why there aren't any studies that have been done on, like, long-term effects. Right. But that's the thing, too, and it's with any kind of diet, is, is this something you're going to be doing in five years? Because if, if you're losing weight, and then you hit your goal... You're not going to keep eating the same level because right. then you're going to keep losing weight. Yeah. So what... I just want to know what happens after you add carbs back to your diet. Like, what would happen? Or do you just eat more of what you're eating now right. to make up for that and to, to maintain? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If it doesn't know, say anything. If you do know, please email us. I mean, us. <laughs> honestly, if, if anyone, and I'm really sorry if I came off like a douchebag <laughs> reading no. about these side effects, but if anyone is, is on the ketogenic diet and has like a plan on what they're going to be doing afterwards or would like to educate me more on this, this is like a 20-minute internet search that I found on their websites right. that are for ketogenic. So. Okay. Um. But again, you need complex carbohydrates for energy. I don't know how it works with energy. Um, you're forcing your body to burn things that it's not normally burning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, yeah, that's just, like, bur- like regular, like, living. Like, I w- yeah, it'd be interesting to find out studies done with, like, heavy exercise and or I feel moderate like, exercise. And if, you're, and if you're the kind of person who gets obsessive about things, unless you have a specific, unless you meal prep, Mm-hmm. Unless you have a specific plan, I feel like it can become really like you were saying with the with the paleo, or the whatever it was, mm-hmm. where it's you feel like you're restricting too much, and then yeah. you're obsessing over what 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 can I eat today because yeah. I'm really hungry, right? And I'm feeling really dizzy, so oh I can't have this or oh I can't have that. Yeah. Um, but again, complex carbohydrates are good for energy, um, and they taste good. So again, <laughs> sweet potatoes, lentils, quinoa, brown rice, whole wheat, rye, oatmeal. Rolled oats, fruit, whole grains, black beans, or legumes. And those are complex carbs that are those okay. Those are complex carbs. Just complex carbs. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah. All right. And they're and they're fine. I mean Yeah. Quinoa also lentils, has a lot of protein. Like lentils are really good. Black beans also have a lot of protein. Uh, bananas have a lot of potassium. Okay. And then we're gonna talk about just regular calorie restriction. Um, so basically I did not know this until I started losing weight. Um, there's something called the of course, I, base metabolic rate, okay. which is your BMR, which is basically, and there's a calculator. If you just type in BMR calculator, it's basically the amount of calories that your body burns while you're just laying in bed mm-hmm, all day mm-hmm. because your body needs energy. Your body will burn calories to function, to function yeah. whether or not you're moving or not. So this is, this is a level of calories that you have to eat every day to keep your body going. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have your total daily, daily energy expenditure which is an estimation of how many calories you burn per day while exercise is taking into account. So let's say your BMR is 1,700 calories. Your total daily energy expenditure is 2,400 calories. Mm -hmm. So then they say that if you eat 500 calories less than your total daily energy expenditure, then you're going to be losing weight. Okay. Because one pound of fat loss is 3,500 calories Mm -hmm. a week. Okay. So if you eat 500 
times seven, then you're going to have 3,500, then you're going to be losing. Okay. Um, I think I've, I've read some about this because I didn't even know this existed until I started looking online. And if you're super obese, um, and you have like 150 pounds to lose, um, because a lot of times, like, if you're, if, like, I watch a lot of my 600-pound life, mm-hmm. and he puts them on, like, 1,200-calorie diets, mm-hmm. and they're, like, 500 pounds. Right. And, like, this is shocking to their systems. Yeah. And that is probably way below their BMR level. But what people say, what people say is if you eat below your BMR level, then your body's, your body is converting muscle into fuel instead of the fat yeah but if you're it goes into like starvation mode right but if but if you're obese you're there's always going to be enough fat for your body to burn Mm -hmm. so i don't think i don't think from what i've read online from multiple from multiple websites i don't have any specific sources but just from multiple websites that i've read i don't think you're super in trouble with that line until you're in like the overweight category Mm -hmm. and then you should probably be more careful and probably eat more at your BMR and by then you'll probably be better in control of hopefully the way they're eating right because because right now like my BMR is like 1700 calories but if I eat 1700 calories I do not lose weight Mm -hmm. and so my my app is giving me like 1500 Mm -hmm. and so I'll try to eat around 1500 and that's fine Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's a 200 calorie deficit I have enough fat fat tissue for the body to use it Mm -hmm. as energy. Like, I'm not going to go into starvation mode at any point. And I feel fine. Yeah. But obviously, like, listen to your body. And if you feel sick, eat more food. Right. Um, You could also... So, basically, reducing calories is just reducing calories. You don't even have to only eat specific things. If all you want to do is reduce calories, you can just do that. But what you eat is important. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you don't want to cut out pizza or anything like that, you're I think you're going to have a really hard time reducing the amount of calories that you're eating because things like that are a lot of calories. Right. So either you eat one big large pizza for the whole day or you eat something better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to eat more of that too and you'll feel more full. And you'll and you'll feel a lot better mm-hmm. um and it's the quality not quantity it's the quality yeah and um sugar too for example like if you're i think there's a lot of debate on whether or not you can be addicted to sugar um and they have said that the same kind of changes and like the dopamine levels of the brain happen when you eat sugar and i mean i can say that this weekend my, my husband brought home almond roca flavored popcorn and i was fine when i didn't try it and then as soon as I tried it it was like this unstoppable <laughs> force and I like messaged Sarah like Sunday night I was like I can't I can't I'm about to eat this entire bag and it's like yes I've lost 50 pounds but at this it's it's still there yeah. it's still the thing that happens when you start eating it you just cannot yeah freaking stop right. and it's so frustrating um but that's still not an excuse um to slip up and eat everything um you don't want all your daily calories to go to popcorn right um but i think a lot of times what happens is when people think of calorie restriction they're like i'm gonna eat 600 calories a day and that's it and i know intermittent oh i didn't do intermittent fasting because i've i've heard that that's really good but that's Mm -hmm. only eating within certain times of the day yeah but but then there was this other thing where they're like you eat 500 calories one day and then 900 calories the next day and then the next day and i've heard of that too 
you have to eat enough food to keep your body going. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why looking up your BMR is really important so that you don't get sick and you don't have these crazy side effects where you're like right. dizzy and like fainting at work and stuff. Mm -hmm. And just on a basic biological level, um, I learned this in my anatomy class like two weeks ago. So your bones need calcium to, to grow, right? Mm -hmm. Your bones need calcium to be strong. Um, every, basically everything in your body needs calcium. Your nervous system needs calcium. If you don't have enough calcium in, your nerve, your body pulls the calcium out of your bones to keep your nervous system from crashing. Mm -hmm. And then if you fall, you're going to end up with breaking yeah. a hip or breaking your arm, or you're going to end up with osteoporosis because right. you're not eating enough food. Right. That's how stress fractures happen in runners and you, stuff. Too. You have to eat yeah. enough food. Yeah. Like basic level. And if, and if, and if you have a hard time and sometimes I fall into this where it's like, Oh, I, I'm not losing fast enough. I have to eat less food. If, if that is a thing that happens when you when you restrict calories, um, it helps me to think I have to at least eat at this level to keep myself alive. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to keep yourself alive. Um, and your body has to function. Mm -hmm. And if you're not eating enough calories, you're not going to have enough energy in general yeah. to do anything or to exercise. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so then another way of dieting, I guess, is Weight Watchers. And I don't have a lot of info on Weight Watchers because their website makes you pay. It <laughs> for does? Things. For information on it? Well, there's not a lot of information on it. Okay. Like, they right. just have, like, yeah. This okay. is, like, popular, I mean, yeah. yeah. I know people that do Weight Watchers and love it. There's, yeah. Yeah. People know about it. It's people know about new. Weight Watchers. So basically you... you, you have points for the day instead of calories you have points and the points are based on the calories saturated fats sugar and proteins and you just follow the the point budget mm -hmm. and then you're fine um you you earn fit points for walking cleaning gardening whatever you can sync your devices um there's a lot of in-person meetings which i think is probably really beneficial you yeah. can probably go to meetings let's create a support system and you can upgrade and pay more to have a personal coach well then so that's the thing so if that's i mean that sounds great my only concern is for me it helps counting calories because then i know roughly how much i'm eating and i'm structured and just just for me personally having a food be assigned a point once you're done with dieting and you reach your goal, how are you going to adjust maintaining if you don't know how many calories is in everything mm -hmm. and now you're like trying new foods and you're cooking and you're like, I don't know what point this is. Right. But I'm sure I'm sure people do it. Yeah. And I'm sure right. it's fine. Yeah, the things that I can see that are beneficial for that is, like you said, the group aspect of creating a support system, because that's mm -hmm. important. It's um, very, very helpful. Also, uh, the, the monetary side of it. So if you're paying money, for some people, I think maybe being required to pay money is an incentive for them to keep doing it, yeah. you know, because like, yeah. well, I'm paying for this, like I need to keep I need going. To do it, yeah. Otherwise there's no point. Although yeah. there's people who pay for gym memberships that don't go to the gym and I That's was true. one of those people. <laughs> so I think, um, it can go either way, but I see pros and cons of it. And I think all things that we talked about have pros and cons. Mm -hmm, totally. And I think, I mean, if, if you plan on following any of these, definitely do your own research 
Um, I think there's such it's such a double-edged sword reading like testimonials from people because you're only seeing that personal experience and it depends on what your diet was before, what your mm -hmm. level of activity was before, any kind of health issues that you have. Right. Um, I mean, everyone breaks down carbs the same way. Yeah. And every body on a biological level is the same, but not everyone has your same like food history mm -hmm. or like Allergies. if you, or if you have, you know, inclinations towards like eating disorders or anything mm -hmm. like, um, just, you just have to be smart about it and, and listen to your body. And if, if you try it and you don't feel good, like this is like the ketogenic where it's like, you might not feel great, but power through and you'll feel fine eventually. And like, maybe you will, but also don't hurt yourself trying to get there. Yeah. Like you have to take care of yourself. Right. Yeah. I think what we've said throughout this whole thing is just to do your research. That's the most important yeah. thing. No, do, do know what you're doing mm -hmm. and, and don't. Don't do it as, like, a punishment. Right, because that's creating a bad... Um, and then you're creating a... Yeah. A bad relationship with food. and Right. That's dangerous, too. Yeah. All right. Okay, so hopefully that wasn't too boring. I thought it was very but, interesting. But we felt that it was important for us. I mean, we're talking about fitness and weight loss and being healthy, and we thought it was important for us to address some of the more popular things. Um, yeah. I thought it was informative. Yeah. There might be more episodes maybe on other diets in the future. Yeah. If we come I, I, I don't stuff. know. Like, I want to do some research on, like, the fad diet stuff, like yeah. South Beach diet and, mm -hmm. like, Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem, yeah. But I honestly think all of that is just, they just want your money. <laughs> yeah. But. It can. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If, if you need someone to ship you food, then you do you. Yeah. You know? It might be beneficial for some people. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I've just kind of downloaded that app and just mm -hmm. kind of went from there. But, yeah, if it's but working. But everyone is different. For so. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. I think that's so, all we've got. So we don't have a challenge for this week. Mm-mm. Because I don't think any of us want to change. <laughs> We're on our own path right now. <laughs> I don't think, I don't want to try, like, the ketogenic diet for a week, and, and, well, and Sarah's it, not going to go paleo. No, so. it sounds like for that one, too, you need to do it for a long period of time. And I still Yeah, that yeah, I don't want to go, like, through, like, the side effects and be like, okay, well, that was terrible. <laughs> Let me tell you about having to pee every 10 Let minutes. Let me tell you about <laughs> my diarrhea. <laughs> Although, if you're hydrated enough, you're peeing every 10 minutes anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what? we'll see you guys next time then. All right. Thank you. Bye. Don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> go to iTunes and rate us, please. We need like six more we need, people like, to six rate more us. People, just six more people to rate the show. I don't care if you give it a one star. Just just rate it. Give it any stars. Give it any stars <laughs> so we can get stars up on there. Please. And look a little bit more legit. Yeah. Um, again, if you want to email us, we're at peptalkpod at gmail.com. Peptalkpod on Instagram pep talk pod on twitter if you're really mad about the fact that i was laughing about the ketogenic diet please email <laughs> us and yell at me and i will apologize the next episode if you have positive long-term effects from any of the things that we've talked about if if you're like six months out of like the paleo diet and you've maintained and you can give us some insight on what that diet looks like please let us know we want your feedback we want to know and i'm really curious to know because i didn't even think about what do you do when you're done? Yeah. That's, I want to know what that. Do you, what do you do when you're done? Yeah. You know? 
Um, and if anyone has any challenges, yeah, just reach out to us. We want like to I'm not going to do keto, but and I'm not going to do paleo. But if if anyone, yeah, has other challenges, and I think our next episode might be about like slim fast and like Nutrisystem and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or we could talk about exercise. I think yeah was in our plan. Mm-hmm. So and eventually we'll see. We'll eventually sleep. We'll eventually sleep, but. I don't know. We'll surprise you with yeah. what we're going to talk about next week because right. we're it's, we're kind know, of fumbling our way through this. <laughs> fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah, yeah. Never know where we're going to be. Never know. Like, <laughs> never know what we're going to do. But we're so, trying to be consistent with. But it. we're really, really thankful and surprised by the listeners. Yeah. And the positive fu- <laughs> positive feedback we've gotten from all of our friends and family. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. We really it. appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Thank you. That's it. Talk to you next time. Bye.